0: Anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, appreciate you. Uh, Yesterday we had a great episode, and today we're just gonna continue with the momentum. We get a chance to have a conversation with Brittany, um, community engagement manager for uh, (laughs) United Way of Treasure Valley. Or Treasure Rally United Way. United Either way. Ways, rally. I had it right the first you did, time. You did. See, I told you you were gonna get a chance <laughs> to correct me. And here <laughs> we are. So fast. I am right so often <laughs> on this show. Oh no, I'm not but a couple of things before we get started. As always, huge shout out and thank you and love you long time to Argus Productions, the team of Justin and Erica for allowing me to be here in their studio in their wonderful space and get to have impactful conversations with not only centers of influence, but uh, business owners uh, throughout the Valley and the rest of the state. Love you long time, Idaho. Another thing to highlight that I cannot believe I have yet to highlight um, before Can't speak English. You guys are just gonna have to (laughs) deal with it. You have been dealing with it for years, for a a very, very long time. But if you guys look back here, we got our roads to bogus T-shirts. Okay, Um, if you were joining us when I started the watch party, uh, there was a a couple of uh, segments, not segments. What do we call them? No, they're not commercials. They're the promos. It's actually an I48 film. Right. (laughs) So there was the promo for the film. It's an iPhone film. And Erica has just worked tremendously along with Justin on this wonderful, awesome project. Check it out. Roads to Bogus. And the T-shirts are also for sale. We should put a link or some sort of thing for that. But let's do it.
1: On the
0: website. I will make sure that I... um, I was going to say, pimping those out. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> Thank
1: you. It's my show.
0: I'm pimping those out. Okay. And then, uh, as usual, you know, we're always highlighting, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Beer makers, cider makers, and winemakers of the local level. Today we get to drink a uh, delicious City of Good India Pell L. Do a white thing. Yeah, you. you're very good at that. You're so classy too. Like Heather showed up dressed up, you showed up Aww. dressed up, and I'm wearing like last night's clothes. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, but no, this is really cool. So uh, this is from Los Gold Brewing, and then um, the City of Good uh, beer. It's uh, the net. You know, the net proceeds benefit City of Good, an initiative by Boise businesses and civic organizations to feed our community and put people back to work during the COVID-19 crisis. So check out City of Good, check out Lost Grove. Thank you guys for everything that you do. And you just did an amazing, perfect pour.
1: Not my first time.
0: Not your first time. (laughs) I was just going to say, I was nervous because it's not wine and I didn't bring you wine. That's okay.
1: I I I will happily drink a beer in support of Lost Grove.
0: Awesome sauce. All right, Rini. Well thank you for your time. Yeah, I know for you got better things to do like hanging out with your beautiful family, your handsome husband. <laughs> what up, Chris? He's, handsome. he's a handsome fellow. He's
1: a good looking man. He's I a did, good looking I, I kind man. Of not nearly as
0: good looking as me, but he's a good looking man.
1: <laughs> I will cheers. Cheers, friend.
0: Thank you for your time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your poor was better than mine, but that's not it here was. Or there.
1: I wasn't gonna point it out. <laughs>
0: really has been a hot minute uh, since uh, we have known each other and also since we got into hangout because we are practicing uh, as best we can some responsible physical distancing thank you again let's go back a little bit (laughs) you and I uh, know each other from our days in Mm -hmm. Boise High class of 98 Yep. Heather says hello. She was here with us (laughs) yesterday uh, talking about the Peregrine Fund, you know, and all the work that she does with the World Center of Birds of Prey here in Idaho. And you, my awesome sauce friend, (laughs) do a great deal of work with the United Way. Yeah. Before we get into that, I want to talk about that journey. (laughs) I want to talk about, you know, what was it that, you know, that led you to that direction and, and what were you doing prior to? Because we were going to school, being kids, yeah. uh, you know, li- living the, that 1998 life, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we all went our separate ways. Where did you go?
1: Uh, well, I stuck around here, and I went to Boise State. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the six-year plan. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Took me a while to kind of get my head on straight. Um, but yeah, I, I stuck around here, and uh, I originally, <laughs> thought I was going to be some sort of thespian and I, I was going after my, my theater degree and then it, I realized I'm not a very good actor so <laughs> I kind of thought maybe I shouldn't do that. I also was starting to really question how am I going to make money with a theater degree. I know very few people that I was involved with um, at Boise State who moved on with a theater degree and actually did something with their lives. I, I literally can think of two people so, wow. I, maybe I'm not in touch with the right ones, but... Um, oh, <laughs> and then her. And, and Erica. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I switched my degree into something very generic, communications. Um, I... Uh, do that now uh, with work but I chose that because it was broad enough to encompass a lot of different opportunities mm-hmm. um, I wasn't gonna hone myself in on on one thing and then have to stick with that for the rest of my life and sometimes I don't know if that was the right, right choice or not but it's worked out for me so
0: you know I think some things are meant to be <clears throat> not everything <laughs> But uh, you communicate well <laughs> and thank you're you. very very good at, you're very very you're very good
1: at what you do well, thank you um,
0: I just got way too much sleep last
1: night. So I like, <laughs> don't oh. know what to do with yourself. Yeah, my brain's like slow
0: down. My mouth's like. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so yeah. So you're going to school for communications, mm-hmm. and then you graduate, mm-hmm. and then you do what?
1: So I um, got into let's see. My first job out of college, I worked for an ad agency. It was pretty short-lived. I just did the front desk, but it was my very first real nine to five. You know, had to be at work. Um, had to t- take a lunch break, had right. actual responsibilities, was paying my rent, so that was my first kind of like grown-up situation. Um, after that, I worked at Pioneer Title. I really quickly moved from the front desk into being an escrow assistant, into being a disbursements manager, um, and then I met my daughter's dad and kind of went down that whole whirlwind path. I. Lived in Reno for a year. Decided Boise so much better. <laughs> Came back to to Boise.
0: Shout out to Reno. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I did the whole get married, buy a house, have a baby thing, and then in 2013, that kind of all fell apart for me. So I ended up um, being a single mom. Had come out of a pretty pretty rough relationship, um, and I. There was this moment where I just really, really realized that um, I needed to sort of shift my um, expectations and perspective because I think I had gone into my first marriage thinking, you know, oh, I have this man and we're going to support each other and we're going to make all this money and we're going to just live the life that you see everyone living. And that didn't happen. Um, And I realized that I needed to do this on my own. I really needed to find a way to support my daughter um, without having to rely on anybody else. And Mm -hmm. I'm really fortunate that I have (laughs) the most incredible family and friends. I had just an immense amount of support around me. Um, And uh, I slowly began digging myself out of this emotional financial hole that I was in, Mm -hmm. in 2013. And I dove headfirst into um, a job that I was at for a month making 10 bucks an hour with a college degree but you know I had a baby at home and that's what I needed to do so mm. I did that and then a month later an opportunity came up I had been working part time in radio So I feel like I need to rewind here a little bit because Because I I skipped over something kind of important and I know you want me to talk about it. I do, because
0: it's so cool! I was going to hang it up. You you, you tell your story the way you want to tell it.
1: Okay. And then
0: I just go ahead and ask the questions later. It's no big deal.
1: So, in a former life, I was a DJ. And I realized that I looked like a kindergarten teacher, but I was actually a DJ. (laughs) And so my first year of being a DJ was on a hip hop station in Reno, and my first week on the job, I was going by Abby, and then I was like, "This is so confusing. No one knew what to call me." So I just switched to um, Brit, um, because I, at the time Britney Spears was in the throes of her epic meltdown, and I didn't want to be associated with Britney Spears because my name's Britney, so I just went by Brit, and that really stuck. Um, so then when I came back to Boise. Uh, there was a position open um, doing nights on 100.3 The X. So I snatched that up. And for five years, during all of the stuff that I've been talking about, right. um, I was the night girl on their night jock on 100.3 The X. So I'm working this uh, property management job for, the, for a month that right. I'm making 10 bucks an hour. And the radio station calls and says, we have something full time and it was a traffic reporter position. And it was split shift, so I'd go in at 6 a.m., I'd leave about 10.30, I'd go home, take a nap, see my baby, do some housework. I'd go back and work from about three to six, and I did that for a year. And um, as as much as I loved that, I also stayed on the X at that time, I was doing Saturdays, and uh, as much as I loved being on the radio, and radio family, anyone who's worked in radio knows Radio people become a family you like, can never get rid of. They just stay with you forever. And I still, I'm still tight with a lot of those people. Um, but I just knew that there was nowhere for me to go, um, right. financially or career-wise. It was all gonna be just lateral movements. And I you know, have always um, just needed and wanted to take care of my, my daughter the best right. that I can. So I made the very difficult decision to leave a job I loved so much. Oh, I loved that job so much. It was so hard to go. Um, But I ended up in marketing, and I I bounced around a little bit um, in a couple different marketing positions. And then my wonderful friend, um, Dan McCauley, over at um, the radio station, uh, right now it's owned by Lotus. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time it was journal, then it became scripts. Radio likes to change a lot. he had heard of a position open at United Way, and he had recommended me for the job. And I applied, and um, within a matter of of weeks, I got that job. And I and I should mention that um, between the marketing and uh, and between uh, United Way, there was a stint where I worked as kind of like a divorce counselor. Um, I worked for a company who did online amicable divorce, and I counseled about a thousand families through their amicable divorces, um, mm-hmm. trying to help them. Now I wasn't giving legal advice, it was just um, kind of really how to how to work the software and recommendations just based right. on my own personal experience and what I was dealing with, with so many hundreds of families. But um, at one point I had given the most, well, I think the we had phrased it like it was the most um, divorce, um, we're not calling it counseling sessions, but um, anyway, just talking people through what their options were um, yeah, before they, yeah, before they had made a decision on how they were going to move forward with with the parting of their families. So right. that was a really interesting time as well. Um, it was. Um, I loved that job as well, but again, I just I kind of needed to move forward with something right. that was more sustainable and had had more room to grow. And so, fortunately, I landed at United Way. My lady. That was a long story. Cheers
0: <laughs> for kicking the patriarchy Ooh. right on the effing nuts. <laughs> and showing the world that you can do it all yourself.
1: Yeah, you know. You know, and, and of
0: course like never alone, always with the f- uh, the help and support of yeah, your community, yeah. you know, whether it's friends, family, but at the, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, kudos on you for for stepping up for yourself yeah. and finding that power and just and just pushing through. Uh, I always
1: wanted to show my daughter um, strength and um, right. you know that that woman power thing and I I really I needed for myself, but for her t- as well, I I needed to um, really do some things on my own and, and know that I was a completely self-sustaining unit. And um, I did reach that goal. I you know was no longer needing help from anyone. I no, no longer needed to work side hustles or side jobs or night you know little night things to fill in the you know the gaps. Um, and yeah. so that was a. A big accomplishment, and I, I right. hope that when she grows up, I hope she remembers that I was able to model some, some independence and some strength for oh, her.
0: Absolutely, so. and you're doing it right now. You'll continue mm-hmm. to do it. I, I mean, and, and you did what you had to. I, I love the way that you, you phrased that because you know you have to take the ten dollar an hour job, and that's what you do. That's you what you do. To do. You just take it. Go home <laughs> and take the nap, and then get out there to the radio yeah. and do your thing, and then that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it's really cool, and, and I'm glad that you brought up, you know the. The amicable divorce. <laughs> it is possible. I know it doesn't it, it, seem it is, like it is, it is, but it is. It is, is most <laughs> certainly possible. Um, um because I was gonna go down that that route too, because yeah. if you remember, you know, when, when that office opened, I came and visited you mm-hmm. there. And we were having, you know, these conversations. Um I mean you've been divorced, I've been divorced, mm-hmm. like a lot of you know, it's not like a conversation starter but a lot of people are like, Oh my god, you know, like yeah. you had a life before your yeah. current life, like I know, right? Yeah. Who would have thought? And mm-hmm. um and and to have the ability to help people to navigate through what is usually a, or is usually perceived as a very nasty, very yeah. difficult and uh, and at many times unfair mm-hmm. time, you know, in your life to have the ability to be able to rely on somebody such as yourself and the team that, that you know, that you work with and work for. That was a big deal. I, I really i really wanted that to work yeah,
1: most of us do <laughs> yeah the other person kind of gets in the way which is sort of the reason for the divorce in the first
0: right he's just like oh <laughs> gosh and yeah. um you know because i remember showing up and i was like oh my gosh like you imagine like just not the financial aspect of things you know um because you have a you, you you have a combined income and then all of a sudden you yeah. become a one income <clears throat> you know
1: a one income and double the expenses and double
0: the expenses yeah. and and, and a lot of people don't think nor plan for that because you never think that you're going to get married with the expectation of yeah. getting a divorce, whether it's like a year later or 50 years later yeah. and, uh, and, and not having something in place in order to ensure your independence, in which allows to maintain your lifestyle and your quality of life. It's... Um,
1: Anyways, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's
0: a big deal, and I was I was I was pretty stoked when when that opened, and you you didn't mention the name, so I didn't mention the name.
1: Yeah, we won't. Okay, all right, so, then we, so we'll just leave it at
0: that. And yeah. uh, anybody that's you know, watching that could be privy to that, you know, it is what it is. It was a great space. It I, I, I love the concept. I love the idea.
1: Yeah, I do um, too. And it, it was really interesting. I had so many clients, and I would get close with them because we're talking about some of the most how personal. How could you know? I knew their finances. I knew their children's names. I knew their social security numbers. Like, I knew everything about them. Yeah. Um, and so we would get into these conversations, and um, I would more typically... Um, Get closer with the women than the men, but um, I would often ask them, like, "Why are you guys getting divorced?" Because they were so amicable, right. I couldn't believe they couldn't work it out. But um, I, you know, people get married for all sorts of reasons, and you never really know what's going on behind closed doors. And um, yeah. it, it was, um, it was a really um, huge honor, I guess, is a good way to put it, to mm-hmm. be holding people's hands through what is arguably one of the most difficult things you could ever go through, no matter how amicable it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's such thing as a painless divorce, um, but oh. I hope that the process with me made it a little less painful for them. So, um, yeah, yeah I was really honored to work with all those with all those people. And I, I think of some of those clients to this day. It's been a long time, but I still think of them and hope they're doing well. So,
0: You know, um, there's something to be said about doing... Um, impactful work Mm -hmm. all right and and not everybody gets to do that uh you know so a a lot of us do what we have to okay you work with a property management company uh some of my experience you know i I didn't go into the weeds when i was having the conversation the episode we did with victor from the uh at holotino scholarship fund but you know like the number of jobs that i did you know, as an undocumented immigrant mm-hmm. back in the day, you know, uh, and people didn't like know about that. It's not something that I talked about. And then they say, well, what do you do with your summer? Oh, like, we were in McCall, at the cabin, it was rad. Why didn't you come? Oh, sorry, man. I was like cleaning the shitters over at the freaking <laughs> uh, horse races. And then I was like doing landscaping during the day, Working. boom, yeah. that Latino life, <laughs> the undocumented Latino life. And, uh, but you do what you have to. Yeah. In order to achieve your goals and, and your dreams and whatever it is that you need to do, and uh, I think it's cool that you know you have that that aspect of you which is so compassionate because you continue to serve the community, and this time you know yeah. through United Way of Treasure Valley.
1: Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons I wanted this job, um, and I was so um, I, I still feel so lucky to have gotten it because I know there were other candidates that were being highly considered. I, I just feel so so lucky and grateful that I got it, and and the um, opportunity to serve. The opportunity to do something important the opportunity to leave a lasting impact um, whether it's on one person or a million people um that's always been something that i've really wanted to do um and so i'm so so lucky that i'm i'm with an organization that we do that every day and i could not do it without all the people that are we've got a team of about 15. Mm -hmm. everyone plays such a vital role because we're such a small small team (laughs) Um, but it really is um you know, at the end of every day, I feel really good about what we're doing. And um, and yeah. that's, that's a good feeling.
0: Yeah, it's not everybody gets to like get out of bed and look in the mirror and say, like, you're awesome. Yeah. Let's brush your teeth. I don't
1: do that. Oh. I wish I did that. I should do that. I know you do that. <laughs>
0: I might have been projecting a little bit.
1: Guilty.
0: I'm not saying that I think highly of myself, but I do like me a lot.
1: I like you a lot, too.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and now Chris is going to kick my ass. No, he
1: likes you. It's okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: your husband is awesome. <laughs> he really is. He is. I'll really, keep him around. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. Hopefully, maybe this is the season, I don't know, with COVID-19 and everything that's happening, but if we are able to get in a bow or a rifle hunt uh, this season, that yeah. would be fantastic. Radio. <laughs> You're not off the hook yet. Okay. Okay. So there's some people watching. There's some people that are with, you know, perhaps transplants new to Idaho, or perhaps we have some, you know, we are, we are not old, but we're no spring chickens anymore. Right. Okay, so like. I we're, think you're
1: older than me, though.
0: Would Just you please? A little bit. Okay, so anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, we're 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 that Nirvana generation, you know, and 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 all the feelings that mm-hmm. were coming out, and all the flannel, and all mm-hmm. the torn jeans, which she happens to be wearing not by fashion, but because I actually tore them doing work.
1: <laughs> well, they still look cool, so. It well, works. thank
0: you very oh, yeah. much. <laughs> okay, it's can't walking time capsule. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know I, I know that i, that I get it the, you were doing the traffic and all that mm-hmm. other stuff which was always it was always awesome because you got like an awesome voice <laughs> beautiful on the outside beautiful on the inside and on top of that the oh voice God, and on top of that it. the voice for radio you're
1: so sweet
0: thank you uh, you oh my gosh rabbit hole do you remember <laughs> your book
1: yes i do
0: <laughs> because you brought it up i forgotten about that yeah. and you, you told me what i wrote in yeah. your yearbook anyways you guys don't get to hear that
1: but oh uh, but one thing you may not know about jaime that i feel like i have to share is he has the most beautiful handwriting wow, crap. of anyone i have ever <laughs> known he has beautiful handwriting it's gorgeous thank you yeah
0: nobody cares but thank you that was really sweet i think of you. that's so
1: funny though like what, a, what an interesting fact to know about you and most men don't have like beautiful penmanship and i just think it's a lost art and i applaud you sir <laughs>
0: well thank you thank you i you know i, I think it's Sorry just for rabbit
1: in there right? yeah rabbit no we, we, we
0: rabbit you. hole all day long yeah. so yeah. but uh you got to interview talk to and spend some quality time with some pretty awesome yeah. recording artist yes. uh in, in your time you know with the ex mm-hmm. um Super lucky. Tell us a little bit about that. And by okay. the way, fun fact, I was trying to call Heather last uh, yes last night, uh-huh. a recording artist, and she wouldn't let me. She's a recording artist. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, Heather, she wouldn't let me. She said, it's too fancy. Anyway, <laughs> she's she's too fancy. shout out to Heather.
1: Um, My favorite memory, my favorite story is, um, so Scott Weiland was coming to Boise, and uh, every artist or band has, like, a writer. Like, their, their sheet of demands that they must have when they are coming to play a private show or or do a thing for you and so he had this ridiculous list of stuff that he needed including like black washcloths or black hand towels that he never used and there was like a specific tea and lemons and like all of this random stuff so we gathered all that up and he came to the conference room and um the, there's a sound booth next to the conference room that we you know, pipe everything out onto the air. Um, that's how it all gets piped out onto the air. And so uh, Scott's in there and I'm in there and all of a sudden the door closes and I'm like, I'm in this room alone with Scott Weiland. And he sits down with his guitar. So I took my cue and sat down and he needed to warm up And so Scott Weiland warmed up for his session with us on the X. Uh, He played Interstate Love Song. I was the only one literally sitting about this far from him. And I just remembered thinking like, oh, my God, I am being serenaded by Scott Weiland alone in a room. When does this ever happen? I just I just remembered like Mm -hmm. it was one of those times where you're like, take a mental picture because this is incredible. Um, I got a picture with him. I wish I had worn a little more makeup that day, but it is what it is. Um, but he played his set and I, um, just, I will never forget that. And then of course, fast forward a few years later and wake up one morning, check my phone and he had passed away. And, um, and that memory has always really stuck with me because I mean, it's freaking Scott Weiland of Stone Temple Pilots, right? Like that's just insane. So that's my, that's my favorite story. I, I've met, you know, um, Hailstorm and Sick Puppies and Godsmack mm. and, um, God, so many, so many bands. I can't even uh, begin to shine down. Before Shinedown was really big, they right. came and did a barbecue in our parking lot. And I have this ridiculous picture of me, like, sorority posing with um, <laughs> Brent, Brent Smith of right. Shinedown. And I'm, like, doing the sorority pose. And he's just, he's got long hair. He's still chubby. You know, he's, before they were really big and... So that it's been cool to also meet bands who we met before they became
0: this huge success yeah. or they had their time so, in the spotlight yeah and
1: whatnot no
0: that's yeah.
1: so China's
0: pretty badass yeah yeah and, i and, love them and if you're watching and you don't <laughs> know who scott you know was and you have not listened to scott uh, scott stone temple pilots <laughs> uh you do yourself a favor yeah you know and that's probably a 20-year-old that is watching for like three seconds and then it's yeah. moving on, but you should check it out. Yeah, like, Stone Temple Real Pilots. Seas. Yeah.
1: Pretty classic, classic 90s. <laughs> I'm
0: glad you shared that because that was going to be, I, I was going to lead
1: to Were that. you going to go to the Skyway? I was going to, well, I was, because I mean, like
0: out of all the people, because yeah. I, so my memory, I remember like the most useless stuff, right? So like I remember like the, the sheet codes for like video games on like the original Nintendo, but I cannot remember like, you know, other far more important things. <laughs> important. Or your
1: bike lock code from seventh grade. Yeah, and
0: it's <laughs> just like, Whoa, why, why do I still know like the phone number for this person? Yeah. Like, Random. But uh, but yeah, it, I, I thought it was a really cool, neat experience, and I remember, gosh, I'm gonna. Of course, we're aging ourselves. I would like to think that that was like a Facebook thing, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 2013. No, 2000.
1: It, it was right around no. that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It right, so, I can't remember so it exactly. was definitely it was about, not MySpace. No
0: and uh i remember you posting about that um like and and you i mean the way you tell the story that's the way that you posted that and that was you know yeah uh, 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 a couple of years ago i think writing
1: I, it down helped it solidify in my memory you no know yeah I mean? but,
0: but the thing is like i remember yeah. the picture too yeah. you posted the picture yeah. of you guys together yeah. and then you know and you know like the way that we lose like artists and like people that you know that in that line of work and in that mm-hmm. kind of world, which I know nothing about. You know, it's just like, well, you know, it's, it was it, it sucked. But yeah. it was at the same time, you sharing that experience was really cool.
1: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it.
0: She's oh, yeah. uh, so just, just so full of stories. And I, thing, I like, have so
1: many. You know, and, 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 and are not appropriate uh, for this. But. Right. <laughs> let's not
0: go into that. <laughs> but, I'll keep uh, it
1: like PG, PG 13.
0: Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh.
1: Another one of these, though, maybe we'll get to the R stuff.
0: I'll ask you more questions. I know mm. what to ask.
1: <laughs> cool. Oh god. Yeah, I um, do. <laughs>
0: scary. Um, before we jump into uh United Way, but I, I just think it's really cool and it's really neat. Uh so your dad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so him and I have never met. But really? I think no, you no, no, we have we have we've never met. Sure it's no, feel it's, like it's you know. no big deal. <laughs> well the thing is I love the relationship that you have with your father. Mm uh i uh like people that are really close to me that they they know that i was hoping that you know when i had kids i had uh
1: in in my own
0: imaginary perfect world there was gonna be a little boy and a little girl so i could get that like (laughs) you know daddy's girl type of thing i I don't know i I have a great relationship with my goddaughter and i just wanted to like duplicate that but with my own flesh and blood and i have been blessed (laughs) with two terrible children (laughs) And they're both boys. <laughs> and I i love them with every
1: fiber so and ounce. They're but
0: so my cute. sons, uh, you know, they'll either lead the world or burn the world. I don't know. <laughs> or it's one
1: definitely of, one of the other. <laughs> it's very, oh
0: gosh, there's just no chill for those guys and there's just no grace. So and they're only five, and my youngest is about to be three. Anyway, enough about me. Uh, I, I just think it's really cool the way that, you know, whenever. know you're on your social media and and like your dad recently retired he's
1: retiring at the end of the month excuse me he's retiring at the end of the
0: month and like all you know all these accomplishments and all these other things I I love that (laughs) I really and hopefully I have that relationship with my sons I'm doing my very best but I I, I just you know like I'm trying to act like an adult And it's really, really difficult. It's hard. It is very hard. hard (laughs) Nobody told us. To do all these adulting things. Yeah, everybody tells you, oh, my God, get married and have children. It's so (laughs) great. I don't remember my middle name. And all the bills that come with it. (laughs) Taxes? What? Like, yeah, future planning. Um, But, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. And then after that, I promise it's going to be United Way and United Way
1: only. Yeah, no, we can talk about whatever you want. Um. Yeah, so my, my dad is, is Bob Rosenthal, and he's been kind of like a figure in the Boise area now for 41, 42 years. Um, he started as the sports information director at Boise State, and then he moved into radio sales and has, you know, worked his way up the ladder. Now he's the general manager of um, Lotus Media. So, yeah. Um, he is also, as most people know him, the voice of the Boise State Broncos. So when you go to a football game and you hear that's another Bronco and then everyone says first down, that's my dad. So, and he is retiring, he'll he'll keep doing football, but he's retiring from the radio gig. Um, and my, I know you know that I do have such a special relationship with my dad. Everybody knows I have such a special relationship with my dad and he, you know, um, I have so many memories of times where he was, you know, supportive and wonderful. And, um, and I just, um, really could not have gotten through a lot of the stuff that I've gone through in my life without his support. Um, you know, I remember having him and my mom come to my house along with two of my best friends when I was kind of breaking down and letting them know, like, I think I need to get divorced. And, um my dad and I I walked out with him to his car and he just kind of put his arm around me and he you know he just told me it was going to be okay and he was going to help me get through this and I remember just like kind of collapsing into him I was trying to stay so stoic and strong and you know it's like your dad gives you that like it's going to be okay I'm here for you always thing and you just like crumble and um, you know it's not the first time that he's literally held me up um, One of my best friends died when we were 23 she passed away in a car accident Um, a lot of people watching may remember jamie sanchez and uh you know i went to her viewing um prior to her funeral and walking out of the funeral home with my dad i i literally lost myself and fell into him i just i was so distraught over seeing my friend in a casket um you know, so my dad's supported me through my divorce. He's supported me through um, changing direction in my career. He's um, been so supportive of my daughter and my, my new marriage to Chris. And um, I always tell him that if my daughter Brynn feels half the way about me, that I feel about him when she's an adult, I will consider myself a parenting success. Um, that is truly how much I, I love and appreciate my dad. And I have to give my mom props, too, because my mom is a really wonderful lady who made my childhood so magical and fun. She was like the queen of forts. And when my dad would go out of town, <laughs> it was like, nobody has to make their beds. And, you know, we, we'd have breakfast for dinner. And she did so many fun things with us. Um, but as an adult, I think a lot of it due to um, working and um you know, parenting and all these things, I've just become um, really close with my dad and um, just, I just value his advice. Uh, I don't know if I've ever met anyone who doesn't love him. Um, and whenever I'm in a trial or a tribulation or trying to figure out what the hell to do, I do tend, tend to fall back to the, you know, what, what would my dad do? Um, how would he handle this? And when I'm trying to figure somebody out, I ask myself, would my dad do that? Would my dad say that? Would my dad treat someone that way? And a lot of the time that really does help me kind of um, figure out my own thoughts and kind of yeah. dig through the weeds and, and figure out the, the right thing or the right way to move forward is, is really by leaning on the example that he's set. So I'm a very, very lucky, lucky person in that I have a dad like, like I do. If everyone had a dad like mine, the world would be a better place. Oh my God. <laughs> Cheers to that, right? Yes. <laughs> but you're empty, so we gotta fix that immediately. I I got you, boo. No worries. Cheers, Dad. I'm sure you're probably watching.
0: <laughs> or later.
1: Or, or we'll put see it, later. it on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know Idaho, my Idaho friends is stream live through the magic that is Argos Productions. But if you wanna catch our old episodes, <laughs> please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the F'n video. Thank you very effing much. It's
1: like you've said this before. A
0: little bit. A little bit. But yeah, here I am. Oh, should, <laughs> the last episode that got into YouTube. I started the first three seconds with my voice breaking.
1: Welcome. <laughs> Just like, Welcome to Jaime's journey through puberty. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, Erica was saying yesterday. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. I guess we put this in the bloopers. But no, it's like the first two seconds of the episode. Nice. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. That's I, I could go on and on f- about my family and uh, no. my dad in particular. So I appreciate you asking.
0: No, so, and you know, and before, cause this is it and now it's nothing but United Way. <laughs> uh, it, it, trust me, you don't have to wait. You, I have seen you the way that you handle yourself and the way that you behave, not just around, you know, your kid, but when your kid's not around and and you hold yourself accountable, you know, to that image of just being the best parent that you can be, because there's no manual There's plenty of books about it and there's just so much out there that is making you feel guilty and the pressures of like maintaining a career Mm -hmm. and being part of the community and being like the mom or the dad and also making sure that your kids are eating enough vegetables and they're not (laughs) watching enough TV And they're putting on sunscreen and like if you look back, you know, you and I were born what 1980? Mm -hmm. 1981 and it's like, you know, like there's some food in the fridge.
1: Yeah, right. And we're all alive. The, yeah, and we're all <laughs> alive and
0: we're all made it. You know, nobody's attaching GPSs, you know, to the back of our next yet. yet. Uh, right. but, but, yeah, you, you're you doing a bang-up oh, job, friend. thank you, so You're a, you're an awesome Very mom. Very sweet. Way to go.
1: Thank you. I
0: appreciate that. Okay. It's
1: not easy to juggle it
0: all. Well, it's not, but you make it look good. Oh, wow. Well, and, and, and I'm sure I don't just speak, you know, just... It's not just me. Chris thinks the same thing. Your parents think the same thing, and your daughter, you know, thinks the same thing Mm -hmm. too. That's absolutely awesome. United Way. Yeah. Community engagement. Yes. The the manager of. (laughs) That'll be you. You see, you don't have to correct me again about it. I know. I got it. I just nailed it down. (laughs) Let's start. You know, so anybody watching in the very unlikely case that they do not know what the United Way is, what is the United Way?
1: so um i'm gonna back up for a second when i i used to live on the bench and united way is right by the airport and i started working there and i so i was commuting a mile and a half a day which is awesome um not the case anymore i moved to meridian but that's another story (laughs) but i remember in my first couple of weeks of working at united way because everybody knows like the hand right the the logo of the united way hand but i think because the because united way uh, the work that United Way does is so complex. I think a lot of people don't have a very clear indication of what we actually do. Right,
0: their mission statement, the yeah. Mission, yeah.
1: So I remember when I first started working there, I would go home, you know, my mile and a half, and I, I would just think like, I cannot believe I live so close to United Way, and I had no idea what this organization did, you know? So United Way fights for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. Worldwide, there are 1,800 United United Ways. In Idaho, there are seven, and our United Way is United Way of Treasure Valley, uh, that big coppery building by the airport. With, it's all mirrored and beautiful, and we serve 10 counties. Um, that's that's kind of like the 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 gist of of what we do. How we do it is a much more complex picture. So. Um you and I have both been involved with Boise Metro Chamber of Commerce a little bit. And so when you go to an event, you know, oftentimes you like stand in a circle and everyone gets their 30 second elevator pitch, right? Anytime I think about that, I'm always like, "Oh god, I hope this is a long elevator ride because the work that we do is so um comprehensive." So united way um is a, is a fundraising organization, and we raise funds to invest back into the community. We, um, every three years, we conduct a, a community assessment, and we also do something called an ALICE report. So ALICE is an acronym, and it stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. It's kind of a mm-hmm. fancy way to say Idaho's working poor. And we know that 40% of Idaho lives at that level. So they are the people who do not make enough to make ends meet. However, they are quite possibly making too much to actually qualify for any services. So there's this big gap of people who are not getting the things that they need. So we really exist to help serve that population. Um, So with the data that we collect from the Alice report, the data that we collect from the community assessment, we are able to really hone in on what are the biggest needs in the treasure valley um so let's pretend that one of the biggest needs is access to childhood dental care nobody in our office is a dentist so how do we do that well we partner with an amazing local organization who has a mobile dentistry unit that can make the rounds to the various schools in town or into in any of the 10 counties that we serve and bring the dental care Two kids, um, and that's just one tiny piece of that of that picture. So all in all, we tend to grant out um, yearly about two million dollars to fund various programs um, and organizations. It winds up being about. Um, 25, 30 programs about uh, across about 20 to 25 different organizations each year. So um, our funded partners um, are, are amazing. They provide super valuable services, especially now in the time of COVID. We're seeing so much food insecurity. Um, we're seeing the need for um, crisis intervention. We are seeing um, a housing crisis, um, more and more families becoming homeless. Um, we know that, um, you know, access to, (laughs) I was going to say early childhood learning, but learning at all right Right. now is so there are all these needs, um, and United way exists to help fund the programs that are the organizations that are for, um, providing those programs. So, um, that's one part of what we do. I mentioned the dental, the mobile dentistry unit. So that is actually part of something that we call the community school strategy. And so it's our belief, and we know this again because of data collection and, uh, and a lot of that work that we do, that um, a lot of our schools have students in them who have barriers to success. So maybe they live in an area where um, they have to cross a train track to get to school, so transportation. Um, is a a difficulty for them. Maybe their family doesn't have a car. Um, Maybe there are no grocery stores in the place that they live. Maybe there are no um, health clinics where they live. So when we bring the um, resources needed to the schools, the dental unit, a health fair, a community garden, before and after school care programs, mentorship programs, um, English as a second language, um, parenting classes, when we bring those resources to the schools, the families tend to thrive a lot more than if we don't. And since the uh, introduction of the community school strategy in 2014, we've seen 30 other community schools pop up here in the Valley, and they're all supported by the work that United Way does. Um, I wanna make sure that I'm not forgetting anything. (laughs) Um, So we talked about Alice, we talked about the community school strategy, we talked about the community assessment. Um, We cannot do what we do without donors and partners. We have some incredible corporate partners, um, companies like Albertsons, um, companies like Simplot, City, US Bank, St. Luke's, St. Al's. Um, we have these amazing partnerships um, that have been in place for a really long time and they have donated millions of dollars to our organization, right. knowing that we can turn that money around and really make an impact in our community. Um, we do have a mini you know like a food pantry and a, and a hygiene pantry and that stuff's really important but it doesn't move the needle you know it doesn't handing somebody a snack pack to stick in their backpack because they're homeless is an important thing to do but it doesn't fix the problem of homelessness
0: right it's a band-aid yeah, you know, for, yeah.
1: but a tum- but a full tummy is important and yeah. so we believe in that work and we do that work but we also know that we need to really address the issue of, of homelessness. so um, those corporate partners are really valuable to our work and the but the bulk of our dollars come from people like you and me. I'm a donor 100 of our office um, are donors every single person in our office donates to United Way out of their paycheck. so um, the bulk of our of our fundraising is from people like you. Every time you get a paycheck, a small portion of your paycheck goes to the United Way Community Fund, mm-hmm. and because of that, we're able to fund, um, like I said, two million dollars in programs and uh, across right. so many organizations here in the valley. So, the work we do um, is incredibly comprehensive. We are trying to solve complex social issues, um, and we work in the in the sphere of um, policy systems and environments as well. A lot of people don't know that. Up until 2018, Idaho was the only state that had no breastfeeding legislation. So if you're a mom and you want to breastfeed your baby, I know you feel this because you have a wife who breastfed babies. And um, so if you're a woman breastfeeding your baby in the park in 2018 or prior, you could get cited for indecent exposure or public nudity or whatever they're going to cite you for because of the work that United Way did. We got legislation passed that says, -uh uh-uh. No, that is a basic right. human right. You cannot get ticketed for feeding yeah. your baby in the park or wherever it is you choose to feed your baby. So we're yeah. also doing work like that. That's, that's very important. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> crazy impactful. So yeah. our, our mighty
1: team of 15 people is doing this, but we absolutely could not do it without our community members mm-hmm. and our corporate partners. And uh, it's, it's, there's never a bad time to get involved with United Way. Any time is the right time. Um, UnitedWayTV.org is our... Is our um, our website. We're incredibly transparent in our financials. Forbes named us the number one nonprofit in the world in 2018 and 2019. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we heavily vet our funded partners and, um, we just, you know, we have room for everyone. So if you want to get involved with United Way, we'd, we'd love to have you on board in one way or another. Right,
0: so. and, and that's really cool. I'm so glad that you, know, that you closed down with that. No, not that we're closing just yet, unless Erica tells me this time to kick me out of the studio. But the
1: lady boss. The,
0: the lady bust. And Justin. The man boss. The man bust. <laughs> and then there's me, of course. I
1: don't
0: know. I N- not the boss of anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: <laughs> just... the boss of that beer. And that's it. That's what you and
0: that's are. it. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> the one thing I get. Uh, but. Uh, so, yeah, you know, there's the corporate level partnership and then there's just like, you know, like you mentioned, you know, percentage of like, you know, like our pay goes towards, you know, like uh, the betterment of our community. Yeah. And, and that's something that everybody should be, not necessarily feel obligated, but should feel good.
1: It's an investment. And compelled
0: to because yeah. it's an investment. It's a worthwhile into investment. Into putting into money into back into, into, into your future. You know, yeah. um, you know and, and this day and age when we're so incredibly polarized about a number of things, I like to have these conversations because it brings it back to the one thing that should be highlighted the most is how much we have in common. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter, gosh, i said it so many times, but, you know, um, I've been fortunate enough to to travel a a lot of the world and most of it is just due to, you know, my time, you know, with the Marines. Um, And uh, it doesn't matter whether you're in Afghanistan, whether you're in Iraq, whether you're in Yemen, whether you're in Germany, whether you're in, like, Chile, Tierra del Fuego, you know, Mm -hmm. Mexico. It it just doesn't matter. At the end of the day, everybody has like the same thing, you know, in common. You want to be able to facilitate food for yourself and your family. You want to be able to facilitate a roof over Mm -hmm. their heads. And you want to be able to facilitate safety. Yeah. And that's just a common thread. And I don't think that's something, you know, regardless whether you associate yourself with a donkey or an elephant and (laughs) everything in between, and and regardless of the climate and all the crazy things that are happening, uh, I just really hope that sooner rather than later, we, we, we start, you know, focusing more on like, so many more things that we actually have Have in common common, and uh and then the united way and the work that you do and and, and all your efforts and all your sacrifice and the hard work that you put in towards this and along with your team uh it's just a reflection of that so cheers to you thank you so very much
1: um
0: and 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 yeah and, and of course I'm so glad you brought that up, the, the the moving of the needle part, because, you know, check it out, Idaho, like United Way is doing a bunch of things. You know, there'll be times where, like, you know, you need to donate some kids' books. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> no goodness, if you got, if your kid's like 12 and those kids are like the, like, five to six-year-old level, you know, you guys do a book drive. Yeah. Um, if all of a sudden, you know, we need, like you mentioned, some hygiene products, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, surprise, surprise, I'm not a woman. But if you're out there and and you're struggling and you you know you're you're trying to get into shelters and you're transitioning from here to there and then all of a sudden you know like you need a little bit of help and you cannot afford to go into a store or a pharmacy and buy what you need in order to you know like you know maintain your hygiene you know that becomes you know a big important factor you know it's just like the very basics again lifestyle and quality of life and and being able to help people you know while they're down to to retain and maintain their dignity is is a big aspect of that and the the thing that that it pulls at me is because if they do not succeed we do not succeed
1: right
0: all right um yeah. you know when when we talk about the work that for example like catch ink does mm-hmm. and just who's who's <clears throat> the
1: partner right there you
0: partner. go and and catch ink you know they they are out there uh their mission, you know, their end state is to make sure that they just get rid of homelessness, period. And some people consider it like fairly radical, but at the end of the day, it's like, no man, like if you are able to have a roof over your head, Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden there's a significant amount of pressure taking off of your shoulders yeah. you can and, obtain
1: the other services that you and, need by being housed first
0: exactly yeah. and then next thing you know you're able to start taking care of other things mm-hmm. you know whether it's addiction was mental mm-hmm. health issues yeah, exactly. the ability to go out and reach out and and, and, and get a, and get employed mm-hmm. and then be able to 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 become independent yeah. and then stay independent yeah. but all of those things are so so much more difficult if you are not protected from the elements if you don't have a place in which you can like go you know to the bathroom Mm -hmm. you know and 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 have a place where you can just sit down and and just look around and say okay i'm gonna be able to eat today and and it's you know what here's a place where i'm gonna be able to lay down my head and and it's gonna be okay um so uh and gosh i I need to get somebody from catching in here (laughs) Uh, but but uh uh it's all very very important work
1: we we talk about um we what we do is really giving a hand up not a handout you know we live in a very like um oh just pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of a place and it's not always that easy or that simple um so if we can get the people the basic things that they need to be successful um and then get them in the programs that can help them kind of get on the right path so they can stay there um you know that's that's a really important thing and i think You know um boise is kind of like this funny little i don't know what the right word is like utopia or or something but we have where it's so beautiful here and it's so friendly and it's so safe and because of that a lot of the problems are sort of hidden under all those layers so like you know one of the things that has been really difficult for people to wrap their heads around is that um the number the new numbers just came out and we have some math to do to figure out the new numbers um, but we know that up until recently, we had 4,500 homeless students in the Treasure Valley. Right. And people, like their jaws drop to the floor because you don't see them. Where are they? And homelessness right. doesn't look, it doesn't always look the way that you think it's going to look when you go to a city like Portland, Seattle, San Francisco. Right. It looks different here. It looks like couch surfing. It looks like sleeping in a tent. It looks like sleeping in a car. It looks like staying at a friend's house and then staying at a a different friend's house um so homeless looks homelessness looks different here um and so you know it's just i think that people just kind of don't really they're they're not seeing the issues because we have such this beautiful kind of i don't want to call it a facade like it's fake but we have this beautiful exterior that makes it hard to see Um, you know another statistic that i've always found to be mind-blowing um, and again, with new data, we need to recrunch some numbers, but right. up until recently, we know that in low-income families, only one in 300 owned a book that wasn't a Bible or a phone book. Only one in 300 families owns a, books, a, right. owns a book. And that's, that is also startling. Um, having access to books is one of the building blocks of an early childhood education. Um, and so every year we do our book drive and last year alone, we were able to collect 110,000 books um, to get out to these low-income families and other various um, parts of our of our state um, who were in need. But um, yeah, we have we have so many opportunities for engagement. Whether it's you're wanting to make a financial donation or you're wanting to donate time, um, of course, it looks a little different now. Everything is a little more virtual than it's ever been before. Um, but there's there's we have a place and a space for everyone at our table and it just kind of depends on what do you want to do what can you bring to the table you know and i'm
0: so glad that you brought that up because that's where i was about to branch out to way to go i almost screwed up this beer don't do that I don't do that
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and i appreciate drinking beer with me because i know you're a wine lady oh i like beer
1: i like beer no, i know
0: I, I, we, <laughs> we have drank before i i, 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 know, <laughs> I know i know i i get it i get it people at home don't need to Uh, They're shocked right now. I'm sorry, Idaho.
1: (laughs) Setting such a terrible example for the youngsters. (laughs)
0: What? Oh, stop it.
1: I'm drinking responsibly. It's for a freaking great cause, too.
0: City of Good. It's going to... Oh, man.
1: You know I love you anyway. Uh, But I I, appreciate you letting me talk about United Way. Um, I just, you know, I also have to say that... um, just on a personal level for United Way, like nothing about the mission or what we do. I I have to say, um, I am so lucky to have an employer like United Way. So not only is our president and CEO, Nora Carpenter, like the most amazing lady on the planet, my immediate boss, Robin Brown is Mm -hmm. an amazing lady, like (laughs) the next most amazing lady on the planet. So She's going to laugh at that. Trust me. <laughs> we have a great l- relationship. But United Way, um, we're all about people, right? Mm-hmm. We're all about supporting people. And United Way totally puts their money where their mouth is because they're so good about supporting their employees. So we're all working from home right now, although we can go in the office if we want. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all very trusted to do the jobs we've been hired to do. Um, I have never once ever had to miss anything at my daughter's school, not a performance, not a show and tell not a and nothing ever because i can just go and do that and they support that and um you know uh it's just it's just a really wonderful place to work and um especially because there are basically two women leading the charge and i think that that's amazing i think we have these two incredible women with this amazing um staff of support or support staff and um just kicking ass you know here in the treasure valley and and not only doing such good work for our community members, but doing such good work for the people who actually work there. Um, And I do, I do really think that it's a testament to what we do and to how well the organization is run. When I tell you that 100% of our staff members are are all donors. We all up our donations every year um, because we, we believe in what we do and like how unfair of it, how unfair would it be for me to come here and ask, a donation, ask for a donation right. but not be a donor myself, you know, right. like not believe in my own cause? Um, and we all really do. And it's just, um, it's an amazing organization. I would encourage anyone watching to dig a little deeper, um, yeah. do a little research on our website, find out more about us, follow us. We're on all of the social channels. United Way TV is the, it's, it, you know, pick your social channel, backslash United Way TV. Um, follow along, get to know us. Ask us questions. Um, you know, we we love to have more people know who we are and yeah. and get involved. So That's funny. yeah.
0: Calm the f down, Idaho. The links will be <laughs> on the YouTube once we get it on the YouTube. Okay, don't worry. The information will be readily available because all you have to do now is just click instead of looking it up yourself. <laughs> Easy. Go subscribe to our channel, please. <laughs> um, speaking of. So on the corporate level and the individual level, you know, we are apparently dealing with a virus and a pandemic and all these other jazz. How does one get involved? Okay. So, the, and yes, I get it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, on the corporate level, there's money. Yeah. I, I want to hear yeah. about that because, yeah. again.
1: Oh, I will tell you about that. You
0: know, need, <laughs> needle turning, but yeah. at the same time, you know, for 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 those of us you know who are not at the corporate level mm-hmm. whether it's time whether it's you know like uh again books and and, and packages yeah. and whatever it is please tell us a little bit a little bit more about that
1: yeah so hang on to that because i'm going to tell you something else first i'm doing it so on. when the pandemic hit um united way was so uniquely poised to pounce on this um our our united way ceo uh brian gallagher said we were built for this and that is something that has resonated with every single United Way employee because we really, really were. We're so financially responsible. <laughs> we we have people who are, we have uh, our, our finance guy, Mark Nail is amazing. And he has been able to put us in a position that um, when this came about, we did not miss a beat. We all were set up to work from home immediately. Um, and what we saw was that n- the our employees were just, so willing to learn new technology and dive in head first, bumps and all to keep our work moving forward so that the families who were we knew were going to be in such desperate need um, could depend on our on the services that we were going to be able to help provide. Um, so immediately we created a very robust resource page for anyone in the Treasure Valley needing any kind of service you could think of. Um, we also created a PPE matching system. So we knew that there was, a need for PPE and people who had PPE. And so we needed to bring that together. And how do you do that? So we created an online portal for people to say, hey, I need this, or hey, I have this. And then we had droves of volunteers Um, coming out to help facilitate the the matching of that PPE. Um, The Idaho Community Foundation and the Idaho Nonprofit Center partnered with us and we very quickly put together a grant process. Uh, Joyce Bailey at our office is an incredible woman. She um, helped put together this (laughs) fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants grant process and up uh, to date, we've been able to grant out an emergency two million dollars to various organizations in Idaho to keep the services that are most needed going because we know that families are in crisis right now and the last thing we need is you know the suicide prevention hotline to go flat right Right. we we need those services right now so we were able to to throw two million dollars back into the organization pretty much right away um but it was because of our partnerships with people like Albertsons and because of our partnership with people like Pacific Pacific Source. Um, Pacific Source gave us a, do- a donation and we were able to leverage that donation with Jesse Tree and the Riverside Hotel and immediately house dozens of families. Immediately. I'm so, so glad you brought that so up. So United Way. Way was really kind of, I mean, obviously it takes so many, so many people, but, you know, United Way is driving this bus to make these things happen. Um, so... You asked what people can do immediately. And we have normally at this time, I would be thick in the weeds of flapjack feed, planning our flapjack feed on the Basque Block for 1,500 people, pancakes for everyone. You've come to see me two years in a row. And um, we can't do that. Obviously, that's not a thing that we can do. So instead, we're going to be doing Days of Caring. So it's August 6th, 7th, and 8th. UnitedWayTV.org is where you can go for more information. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what it is, is again, we have this matching system. It's what projects do you have that need to get done and who wants to do those projects? So you sign up one or the other, if you have a project. and We're looking for schools and nonprofits to sign up for projects that are needed. Like, right. I'm not gonna come paint your house, Jaime, so don't ask. Um, <laughs> your husband is. I know, my husband's gonna do that. Um, but, uh, but then we have people who wanna volunteer, and so, Um, You have until July 23rd to sign up and then at that time we're going to start matching the projects to the volunteers and it'll be three days of caring where we're going to have community members come out and do these projects and it'll be a variety of things. It might be writing notes of encouragement to homeless students that we're going to put in snack packs. It might be fixing up some playground equipment. It might be um, painting the new counselor's office in a school. Um, It's just a ton of different projects. You don't know what you're gonna get. It's kind of a it's kind of a, a Russian roulette of volunteering, but a good way. In a good right, way. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no one's gonna die.
0: No like uh, yeah.
1: But um but yeah, so we've got that. I knew you'd love that. So we've <laughs> got did. that coming up um, August sixth, seventh and eighth. So <laughs> <I> <laughs> The Russian roulette you. of volunteering. I appreciate you can quote you. me on it. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: it's just like Oh, what's the movie? We always have
1: fun.
0: Yeah, we always have what's that oh my gosh, what's that old movie? I mean, it's not that old it's like 1970s robert de niro and Blackwell? christopher walken
1: <laughs> oh robert um, de niro
0: christopher walken so
1: that's Al Pacino. Um, um i don't
0: know oh my gosh you might need to google it no i i know it it's i, I, I don't want to say it's the hunter or, oh what dear hunter i have Deer Hunter. Deer
1: hunter. Deer Deer hunter.
0: russian roulette list? yeah it's yeah. you you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it it's tremendously long and there's this uh
1: I'll probably love it. There's
0: this scene, you know, I
1: kind of like, I don't like gory, but I like like, creepy thriller. Yeah, but there's
0: a whole lot of like, you know, I mean, back then nobody was calling it PTSD, but it was like the whole thing, they come back from Vietnam and then go on this trip and they're just like, Tremendously long wedding scene, but then you know there's always the them coming back through their their time in Vietnam, and they're doing like this whole like Russian roulette thing. Oh wow! These red headbands and wearing a white shirt and some really stressful. Somebody's gonna die. Very (laughs) okay. So
1: Days of Caring isn't that right? Right, right.
0: It is the opposite. Idaho, get it together. (laughs) <laughs> uh but great movie. Way to go, Erica. Erica yeah. or producer. She needs to be on like a trivia team. On or something. Point. Yeah. I it am not going trivia.
1: That's
0: okay. Uh, Erica, yes. Erica <laughs> is good at many yeah. things. For example, roads to boats <laughs>
1: Ba-ching. The king of the Segway. Oh, Very gosh. Very good. Very good. Um, no, no,
0: no. I, I do what I can. Uh, so, yeah, it is a shame that we're not going to do the flapjack. So I know.
1: I love that. So, so for good. anybody
0: watching that is new to Idaho and, and new to all the things, because if you're moving here and during this environment, and I don't hate you, I just want, you know, people from Idaho to be able to have affordable housing. But Yeah. Welcome to the town. I love you
1: still. Oh, and I've got, like, uh, statistics to give you. I mean, I'm not going to give them to you now unless you want them. But, I mean, we we know. So, when we were doing the community assessment and the mm-hmm. Alice Report, like, the number one thing being mentioned across the board was available, affordable housing. Yeah. We know that that is a serious pinch point here for us. And um, so, United Way is... You know, going to be one of the leaders in trying to figure out, what do we do about this? How do we fix this? Right.
0: I, because, you know, for me, I mean, I, I, your space is so much more challenging than mine, you know, and I like, couldn't even know what I do for, like, actual work that nobody cares about, you <laughs> know. I know what you do. Well, thank you, but, but it, it becomes an issue, uh, you know, as uh, people are trying to move in, you know, because they want to be part of our community or lifestyle or quality of life, not just here in Boise, but throughout all of Idaho, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and the, the major challenge, Jane, with the cost of housing and how the numbers are just, I, I mean, how is it going to be sustainable? Yeah for somebody that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, their family's home passed down to them, for example, like in the North End. Right. <clears throat> I grew up in the North End after I migrated here, you know, back in 94, and, um, you know, I, grew, I lived with my grandparents and we were renting. But I have friends, just like you, mm-hmm. f- similar friends in common and people that we don't know, you know, from... Or time in high school in boise high and, and it's just really frustrating when all of a sudden you can no longer afford you can't afford where you're
1: living the
0: house yeah. in which like your grandparents live your yeah. parents live and that's something pretty unique because there's a lot of that here yeah. in idaho
1: yeah, so, and, yeah. so I'll, I'll tell you, I will Please. tell you a couple numbers. So as you should. Fair market rental rate rates for a two-bedroom in our area have increased about 20% since 2015, but inflation since then has been about 10%. So that means that most of these Alice families, the working poor families, mm-hmm. um, they actually have less budget to work with. Um, the number of households struggling to get by in Idaho went up 86% over the last decade due to rising costs and stagnant wages. And stagnant wages, speaking of that, Minimum wage in Idaho has been seven twenty-five since 2009. Yeah. Um, but a survival budget for a single person, you have to make just over $10 an hour. So there are all these factors that we're, we all are aware of, and it's the, what do we do about this? Um, and United Way is really committed to trying to help figure that out.
0: Yeah, and, and, and not to go into the politics of things, because that's not what we're here for, but that <clears throat> is my frustration. Mm-hmm. Right, because there's a number of things that can change and be put in place in order for you know. I'm not saying that I have all the answers. I just settle the F down, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, Jaime being You're judgy so again. Jaime's just being judgy <laughs> and trying bossy. to, sh- You're like right? Bossy, yeah, oh, <laughs> leadership skills, all right, leadership skills. Leadership skills, I like But okay. but there there is just something to be said about looking at the bigger picture and just having some. Mm-hmm. Fucking empathy, yeah. <laughs> like you know, I'm I'm not yeah. effing that one. It's just fucking empathy, yeah. I, I, and and compassion. Uh, yeah, you should be able, you know, to move here from Denver, from San Francisco, mm-hmm. from Portland, from Seattle. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. not a big deal. We're not gonna. We shouldn't be hating on you. And if somebody's doing that, then they're just being nasty and they're just stressed out. Don't take it too personal, please. But at the same time, there uh, th- there needs to be something done as far as, like, you know, the, the, the working family that, you know, everybody well, you should just work harder. Well, yeah.
1: If, How hard can you work if you already have three jobs? like Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: none of them are paying you more than $10 right. an hour. Right. It's just math, and math doesn't fucking lie. The same <laughs> way science doesn't fucking lie, wear a goddamn mask. <laughs> anyway, but... Uh, <laughs> we
1: <laughs> So I have a funny story for you.
0: Okay, uh, um, please. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna turn this around real fast before we derail. Because do it, because I love you. So my husband and I, I, I were talking too. the other night and we were um, kind <laughs> of half laughing, half reminiscing. Ha- I shouldn't say half, half. A third laughing, a third reminiscing, and a third kind of like almost sad by this story. We
0: love accurate percentages.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to be accurate here. Um, so when I was 25, Um, I had a boyfriend that I lived with. And uh, we lived in the Cottonwood Apartments, third floor overlooking the river. We had a great apartment in in Southeast Boise. And um, we broke up on our one year anniversary. Totally, totally other different story (laughs) that I won't get into. But the next day I was like, well, I have to move out. So I get in my, um, what was I driving? A little uh, Toyota Paseo, get in my Toyota Paseo. Drive around, looking for rent signs, driving by Boise State, take a left onto Manitou. Boom, there's a little house. It has a rent, a for rent sign in it. So I pull over, I call, I ask about the rent. It's like, you know, 600 bucks for the whole house. It's a whole house. It's a little one bedroom. Uh, the downstairs um, at one time was not like an attached basement, but they like sealed it off. And now it's its own, you know, its own unit. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. And they're like great we'll send you some paperwork and then you can fill that out and then just send it back in and then you can have the the house right and so a month later i move into my house for six hundred dollars a month and we were laughing but also like somewhat crying about it because it it did used to be that simple you literally could drive around here in boise look for a rent sign call and get it and it, it that it was just that simple and it's just not that way anymore and um, and and we are we are so concerned for the fa- families who are being displaced, not only the families who were being displaced prior to COVID, but the ones that are now being displaced after. Right. It's it's such it's such a stressful, sad time for so many families, um, and we really you know want to do everything that we can to help them. But you know we it obviously entails everyone um, pitching in their support. So whether it's a one-time donation or a recurring donation of a dollar a paycheck, like it doesn't matter. It all makes right. an impact. It all pulls into the community fund, and it turns into millions. Um, it's it's a valuable thing to do. It's an yeah. it's an investment in your community. And I hope, I hope um, someone today or someone's watching today will will think about that and, and maybe want to take steps to make a recurring donation to the no, community
0: No, absolutely. And and it's just it, it just boils down to. Um, you know, everybody loves using the analogy of, sheep! You're being sheep! <laughs> okay, like right now, you know, I have some dear friends that refuse to wear masks, by the way, and mm-hmm. I, I, I have, get it. I
1: think, yeah, I get it. we share both, some of we, those we, friends.
0: We, 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 both, we <laughs> both do, and that's fine. And I know I was cursing. I, I still love you a long time.
1: Shame on you. Shame on you
0: for uh, using the F word. <laughs> I know. But, uh, you know, and I get it. And, and at least, I, I can say this, you know, they do not want to wear masks, but at least they don't go to businesses and give people that have to work there and wear a mask yeah. you know a hard time okay. and if you're doing that like please just take a breath just relax and, and and just again when in doubt or under pressure try to be kind with that said you know the the, the numbers statistics and, and and everything else you know when, when you start to think about like okay there are all these people that were already feeling the pressure mm-hmm. the financial pressure and and they are just living paycheck to paycheck which is not like an Idaho thing that's like a country Mm -hmm. thing yeah okay unfortunately um i wish you know at some point in time we just focus more on the local level and see what it is that we can do because and i said i I know i said it earlier and and we don't have actually i know we've been talking for a while and we don't have enough time to go as to how we're all connected but it is truly indeed if if those who are having a hard time are not doing well Eventually, we are not gonna do well. Your daughter might not do well. You know, your your son will not do well. Your Mm -hmm. stepson, you know, my children Mm -hmm. will not do well. You know, uh, you and I and Chris and Madeline, you know, like our families, and it's just having that perspective in which, like, yes, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, around the world, the whole freaking globe, but I I, hear in the local level, you know. Perhaps you've been sitting on the fence or been thinking about, you know, what is it that you can do and how you can get involved. And, you know, yesterday, you know, we we're having an awesome, impactful conversation, you know, with, with Heather, mm-hmm. you know, about the Peregrine Fund. You know, today I'm just so happy that I am able to have this conversation with you about the United Way. And you cannot go wrong, you know, it, but at the, at the end of the day, you know, this is uh, the, the human factor and, 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 and what's being affected currently because of COVID-19, because of the pandemic. Regardless of... How you feel about current administration, political climate, and and wearing masks and all these other things, you know, people are hurting. And uh, and hurt and unfortunate circumstances do not care what color of your skin is, what the color of your skin is, and and, and where you work, and what do you drive, and, and, and what political leaning you might have. So at least here we we are so good and and we're a particularly unique area and we're not perfect and we have our challenges and there's a lot of things heaven knows that we can all work on but at the same time there's a lot of good um we have a huge heart you know as a community as a city as as a a whole state Uh, so take a breath relax (laughs) which i know is very difficult but uh just just know and understand that like when it seems like it's so out of place and so far away from you, if you were to sit down and close your eyes and you know, it's like, well, what will happen to me? I didn't have my safety nets, my security you know, the support groups that I have around me, and if all of a sudden I didn't have the means to maintain a roof over my head, and if I didn't know how I was gonna feed myself and or my family, you know, uh, next day or the day after tomorrow, or if I didn't have the ability to get my hands on the medications for my, my spouse because they're diabetic. Mm-hmm. And we all know the astronomical cost mm-hmm. of just keeping somebody alive, just because of diabetes, which is something that shouldn't even be an issue but right. here we are paying astronomical prices for just maintaining our loved ones alive and 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 the list goes on and on and i get i get it you know hi mate you're going into the what ifs but when you think about that and if and if they're not doing well and they found themselves under these circumstances the, the cop-out before the pandemic was well, what did they do
1: mm-hmm. Oh,
0: they got a DUI, find, or, find oh, a way to blame. Y- y- you know, yeah. oh, like so and so like decided that they were gonna like be drunks or that they were gonna be, you know, using drugs, and then you know, there's an addiction issue and there's a mental health issue. But at the end of the day, they shouldn't have done that. You should have just figure out on your own. If I could do it, you could do it too. And um, I think it has become very apparent during this time that, unfortunately, just like nature, you know, um, nature. You know, not going into the hunting thing too much, but, like you know, it's, it's indifferent to, to your suffering. And uh, as far as the animal kingdom, but we are better than that. So we should not be indifferent to our brothers and our sisters' suffering. And it doesn't matter, you know, where they come from. It doesn't matter what they look like. At the end of the day, this could be you. And if you can just take a breath, close your eyes, and ask yourself, what would I do? And then you start thinking, like, oh, my gosh, that I have all these resources. Well, once that comes to mind, take those resources out and then ask yourself, what can you do or what would you do? So with that, (laughs) we're going to start closing up. Anything else that we might have forgotten about? Mm -hmm. Where should people go to? I would love to hear, you know, the WW dot on whatever or the phone (laughs) number or the address, not yours. She's taking, gentlemen. (laughs) F off. (laughs) Uh, Um, And and then I'll start plugging in all the other things. Yeah, so
1: um, I manage all of our social media if you chime in on social media, um, I, I will be the one to answer you. So you are welcome to contact us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like I said, it's, it's facebook.com or twitter.com and the backslash will always be United Way TV. Mm. Our website is uh, unitedwaytv.org. Um, yeah. So I, I would love to connect with anyone. You Message me personally. I'm pretty sure you tagged me in some stuff. Boom, message you know me I... on Facebook. I'd be happy to answer questions or um, help you dig deeper. Um, I think, you know, when people make a philanthropic donation, they want to know where their dollars are going, and they want to know what their dollars are doing, and they want to know that the bulk of their dollars are going towards the thing that they want it to go to and that it's not paying someone's salary. Um, I would be more than happy to help you um, – However, I can feel more at ease, um, feel more comfortable with making a philanthropic donation because we we all work hard for our money. We want to see we want to see it doing um, you know the right things. And so um, sure. whatever I can do to put someone's mind at ease, I'm happy to have those conversations. I'm very available. Okay. <laughs> Erica. So I used to work for KTVB Uh huh. And one of our other lovely partners. <laughs> yeah. This is this is something that your viewers could do. Yeah. We would each department. We would put together a basket of our favorite things and then we would do the entire month of March where any change that we had or an extra dollar, whatever,
0: mm-hmm. we just throw it in the basket that we wanted and whichever, and
1: like get raffle tickets, right? Uh-huh.
0: That's oh, so cool. So much money. Yeah. Can get a
1: basket yeah, of something cool that each department came up with. Yeah, we we have we have so many um, we have about 200 organizations that do a campaign so they're raising money for the United Way. And we see the most amazing creative methods of fundraising. We last year, one of my um, one of my uh, relationships um The accounts that i that i help we call we call don't call ourselves account managers we call ourselves relationship managers because it really is maintaining relationships and one of my accounts um they did a dog kissing booth so everyone brought their dogs to work (laughs) and then you paid a dollar to have your picture taken with your dog of choice they raised so much money like so cute we've had chili cook-offs and of course things are different now there's going to have to be a lot of virtual or online Um, opportunities. But you know, you you can just be so creative in the methods in which you fundraise. And um, again, like we're so happy to help you think that through. And um, if you want to be involved on a singular level, or if you want to be involved on more of a corporate or, um, you know, organizational level, there's room for everyone at this table. So (laughs) hit me up. I will answer your questions. Wonderful. That was my last plug.
0: (laughs) That is great. Idaho, way to go. If you're sticking around still, holy shnikes, (laughs) right? It's like my dad and my grandma. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, definitely not my wife because she's chasing my children around now that she's (laughs) off work. I'm sorry. I'll be home soon. so, again, uh, big shout out and enormous gratitude to Argos Productions, uh, Justin and Erica, who you guys do not get to see. Every once in a while, Erica will jump in, and we always love it. But uh, they're the ones that make all this possible uh i I, there's no way i could do it uh, without them
1: you could definitely not do this
0: no none of this at all whatsoever and like we were talking about erica rose to bogus her film her t-shirt make sure that if uh you get on the old social media because you're watching so you're definitely in there uh follow and like argus productions uh They do great work. This is not the only segment that we have over here when we're going and streaming live Wednesday through Friday. So please support us, support the artists, support them. And uh, they're they're just lovely people here doing the very best when they can, especially during this environment. So please help a brother and a sister out. Uh, Also, uh, make sure that you're uh, following uh, United Way of Treasure Valley. Yeah. Or if you're dyslexic like me, Treasure Valley of United <laughs> Way, <White. laughs> either way, look them up, follow them. Make sure you're hitting uh, Brittany up with all your questions, comments, concerns, and words of encouragement as well. Because it's not easy work, what her and her team are doing. Also, another shout out for uh, you know to Lost Grove, City of Good. That is awesome. <laughs> Again, you know, geez, Luis, you know. All the net process benefits city of god initiative by boise businesses and civic organizations to feed mm-hmm. our community and put people back to work during the covid 19 oh, crisis awesome. i think that's something that we can all get behind yeah. again if you like the content even if we're not related <laughs> <you should> please <laughs> look us up on youtube subscribe like the video, we have some other content uh, from before that is also equally awesome. Uh, follow Brittany, the work that she does, and along with her whole team. And again, Idaho, despair not for, there's plenty of people out there looking at the sunnier side of life. I love you long time, and when you get a chance, please get out there and be kind to somebody. Thank you very much, Britney. You're welcome. I love you too, friend.
1: Love you, elbow You're bump. Awesome boom,
0: boom. <laughs> I don't, stay awesome we'll see you later have a good night
1: bye